What is going on, everybody? Welcome to The Game Informer Show, a weekly podcast covering the video game industry. Join us every Thursday for discussion about the latest gaming news, reviews, and exclusive reveals alongside Game Informer staff and special guests from around the industry. I'm one of your hosts, Alex Van Aken, and today I'm joined by my partner in crime, the only other chair on this podcast today, Marcus Stewart. How you doing, Marcus? Hey, I'm the Bonnie to your Clyde today. Yes, yes, the Smokey to my Bandit. The uh, Luigi to your Mario? Known criminals, <laughs> Mario and Luigi? Yeah, known, yeah, on the run, constantly. Proof to Bowser, because, you know, it's all about point of view, really. To him, they're the bad guys. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Everybody has, like, a villain inside of them, you know? Yeah, the best villains think they're the good guys. Yeah, that's us. Uh, welcome to the Game Informer Show, everybody. Uh, we've got a, a fun uh, kind of year in review episode today. We're going to be taking a look at uh, the great games that have launched that we want to recommend that maybe people have checked out, have, have not checked out rather, before the fall onslaught of game releases that starts in, I'd say, about a month, like September. Yeah, I usually consider September kind of start. Yeah. I mean, especially this year, with I feel like Starfield is the big Jurassic Park style game. Yeah. That once it opens up, it, along with every other fall game, starts pouring out. Yeah. I've got our, our 2023 release date calendar here, which you can go to at GameInformer.com slash 2023. And, uh, you know, things, we're in July right now. So the big ones are, I know uh, there's a new Trails into Reverie, uh, the Legend of Heroes game. I think that's pretty small, but like that has an audience. Oxenfree 2, Exoprimal, Viewfinder, Pikmin. Remnant 2, like it's already kind of starting to like pick up. And then we get into August and we have Baldur's Gate 3 at the start of the month. Um, and then it kind of like fades out a little bit. Uh, and then Immortals of Avium drops, Armored Core drops, uh, Sea of Stars drops. It's going to be. And then after that, like you said, Starfield just kind of kicks off uh, September and we're just we're just rolling from there. I'm excited, though. It's going to be a good time. But Marcus and I figured we would uh, kind of go over um i mean you pitched this idea marcus do you want to talk about uh what, what you want to talk about yeah like you said the idea is that you know we're over halfway through the year now month seven and i think it's been a i feel like this year already could already go down as one of the greatest gaming years ever just from like yeah. what's come out now but even looking at the horizon of like what's coming and like the potential of those games to be good I feel like mm -hmm. this could be an all-time year because, you know, I mean, this summer alone, we've gotten Street Fighter, Diablo, Final Fantasy, Zelda. But then before that, we got Resident Evil 4 uh, remake, Dead Space, uh, you know, Wulong, uh, all the like great indie games. And there's like there's stuff that's come out uh, like in those first few months, as is general for like every year where like you tend to forget that some of those games come out. Like I actually forgot that Resident Evil came out. <laughs> and, and I love that game. You know, I yeah. we did the cover story for it. And I think it's one of my favorite games of the year. But like, just because it's gotten so uh, like busy these last few months that it's like, oh man, I, I hope I don't forget to, to go back and play some stuff or even just to like, yeah. you want people to remember like, hey, don't forget this cool game that came out in February, like uh, Hi-Fi Rush, for example. Yeah. Uh, or even like, I'm looking, so I've got to pull it up. Video viewers will be seeing this. There's plenty of games that also came out like mid to late December that we didn't cover last year that kind of get kind of pulled into that 2023 like 
consideration. Like little little Gator game came out. Uh, Chained um, Echoes was one. Chained, yep. Chained Echoes is on here. We gave that a eight point seven five. Hi Fi Rush was very early January. Um, what else? Like Chia was March. I um, I forgot Chia, and I play I'll play and finish that. And also, yeah. not even, and those are just games that we reviewed. I mean, there's some games that we didn't review just because of like bandwidth you know that yeah either i get to later that's like oh this is really good but you know it's past its review period but then you're like oh i definitely want to talk about this in the end of the year and it's like plenty of games like that that i have not played yet as well that i have like my personal list so like mm-hmm. that's also bundled in of like wanting to maybe remind people of like hey this cool game came out that i personally still want to check out then maybe you should keep an eye on too you know yeah absolutely Marcus, do you want to kind of guide us through how do you, how do you want to do this? What do we want to start with? Do we want to start with the, our favorite games so far that we've played and go from there? Yeah, we'll start. Let's start with the games we played and then we can do games that we okay. want to play. Now, people are going to see me on my phone uh, and that is because I am on the GG app. Do you have this, Marcus? No, but I I know you're a big GG app uh like like I don't know what to call you, a promoter. I go through phases. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can follow me on there if you have GGF. I'm at it's Van Aken. This it's is kind of like an sponsor. online like, like game because I have a I have the um, ghetto version of it where it's like for me it's just an Excel sheet that I keep every year. Hey, that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. <laughs> you have. The I have sneaker. an Excel spreadsheet for my Pokemon cards. <laughs> okay, I wanted something a little prettier for this. There's only so many Excel spreadsheets you can have in your life. Exactly. It's like um, personal budget Pokemon cards, and that's really my limit. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I keep an Excel sheet every year of like of the games that like I kind of build out my top ten and try to keep track of it just to make it easier to when we have to put that together at the end of the year, I kind of head start. Yeah. And then also to help me remember to play stuff, like anything that makes some noise, I keep a list of like, okay, here's all the games that I think were noteworthy this game. I highlight the ones that I have played and then the ones I haven't. Can, you know, it gives me a me- immediate visual indicator of like, okay, I still need to go back to that one. Um, I guess if we want to go, I didn't, I have, my list is alphabetical, so it's not like chronological, you know? Okay. Okay. Uh, um, there's some stuff I remember, like the general rough stuff, but I mean, how about we, I can take us to the, the, the calendar and, um, that way people can maybe easily, easily follow along. Okay. Cause I have the calendar up too, so we can, okay. I will say a shout out if we're starting January. Uh, one of the big games I still really want to check out uh, is A Space for the Unbound. Me too. I bought that on Switch the other day. I have it on my Switch wish list. Switch list. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, that's one that I, it's always looked cool to me since I first saw it in a Nintendo Direct that I wrote up whenever, like last year. And I've heard good things about it. Uh, I know Kyle has played it and finished it, and he seems pretty big on it. I've listened to uh, Jan Ochoa at Giant Bomb gush over it um i think the premise sounds cool it's like a set in like rural indonesia in the 90s and you play as these like two high school lovers and one of them has like weird super powers where they can read minds and like a supernatural threat hits their small town and it's kind of like dealing with that while also dealing with their own sort of like personal turmoil but it's got this uh pretty nice uh no not quite 16 bit like nicer than that but still sort of like pixel yeah, art yeah. It's like a limited color palette that you might see in a 16-bit game. I think it might be uh, maybe 32-bit or, you know, something like that. It's got its own, like, uh, custom palette. And 
I think it stays pretty consistent in that palette too, which is cool. Yeah. So that's one that's super big. Um, I try to um, usually have one indie game going while I'm playing one of the bigger AAA stuff, especially if it's like a longer game. It's like a nice break from like, you know, I'm playing Final Fantasy and Zelda right now at the same time. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. like those are great, but I need something more digestible in between those two. Yeah. Try to chip away at. So like it's I don't know how long the game is. I, I can't imagine it's that long, but that's gonna be one of those uh sooner than later. Um uh, another big one for January is uh Fire Emblem Engage, which I had to remember it's like, oh, Fire Emblem Engage was this year. <laughs> <laughs> like we gotta do Fire Emblem. I haven't pl- it's funny, I've only played maybe two Fire Emblems ever. And I've only finished one, but I love turn-based strategy, and I still have not played Three Kingdoms, which I is no? also on my list. Yeah, I just haven't gotten to it. Um, so it's like I still like, should I play that first before Engage? It's like, oh, I should probably be playing Engage first because mainly just because it's new and you want to talk about it at the end of the year, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. And people seem to love it, and I kind of like that it's a little more action focused and it kind of scales back the <clears throat> like slice of life stuff, from what I understand. Sure. Um, yeah. So. Like, not that I don't mind that stuff, but I, I kind of like that angle on it. <clears throat> so that's when I have to remember, like, it's one, it's one of those daunting ones you're like, where am I going to find the time <laughs> to squeeze in a big old Fire Emblem game? Uh, you know, have you played it? Or yeah. Do you, do you, do you care? No. So I, I played uh, Three Houses and really like the battle system. Um, like I, I'd played, I'd kind of toyed around with old Fire Emblem games. Yeah. I like games that are similar to Fire Emblem in their combat. Um, I love that turn-based strategy. Um, like I, I love, um, oh my gosh, uh, Banner Saga, um, which is reminiscent of, of like a Fire Emblem type game. Um, that, that trilogy is awesome. But yeah, Fire Emblem itself, I think it, and I, I don't want to make anybody angry. Like, I totally respect Fire Emblem. It's a game series that I really want to get into. Careful. But I th- it's been, like, very, like, anime-focused, <clears throat> I feel like. Um, right. And there are certain games that I really like that for. Um, and I think in Fire Emblem at this point, I feel, I feel like I've almost, like, missed the boat a little um, in that regard. Um, but, like, I, I really would love to go back to, like, uh, like, Fire Emblem, what is it, like? birthright i've heard good things about that that's the only one i've beaten okay which was uh, the 3ds one i guess was that one pixel art with like anime overlays i really i really want to play like a pixel art fire emblem and i can't remember if i mean the first one's on switch now in the online store the gba library might be worth checking that out which is actually like the seventh one but it was the first one that we got in the states um yeah but I mean, that's there if you want classic Fire Emblem. But uh, yeah. Also, I just realized I completely went against my order. And I, because I said we would start with games that we played. And I started talking about games that I want to play. Yeah, yeah. Well, only games you've played, Marcus. Only, okay. I mean, Dead Space came out in January. I reviewed that. Game's excellent. I feel like that's going to be one where we're going to be like, hey, remember Dead Space? Because it came out so early. And it was like, yeah. I, I feel like, or not even feel like, I know we're going to, the discussion of like what's the best like remake and remaster at the end of the year is going to be pretty, maybe more than any other year. It's going to be a some stiff sure. competition because especially this first half of the year has had so many like worthy contenders in a way where it's like, man, like I know I feel like RE might get the nod just because of RE, but like that Dead Space remake is very very good. <laughs> uh, 
I was trying to, I was sitting here trying to, I was looking at the calendar. Um, have you heard of Plate Up? I have. I haven't played it. Um, that's what I was playing in January. Uh, and I don't, it might have come out, I think it came out in like, it came out in August of last year. Um, but that was like the game that carried me through January because I, for whatever reason, like I, I wanted to play several games. I just couldn't. So for context, we'd just gotten out of our big game of the year uh, stretch where like we're playing a ton of games, trying to get caught up and trying to get coverage out the door in the magazine. Uh, and I think I was just like feeling like burnt out a little bit on like all of these like larger, like story focused games um, and plate up. I'd heard about on the fire escape cast. It's one of the podcasts I listen to occasionally. And it was like, I was listening to their end of the year wrap up for 2022. Shout out. And that was on there. Yeah. Yeah. Mary Kish was the one who recommended it. And, um, it's, it's effectively, I think I've talked about on this podcast, uh, previously. Um, but it's, you know, that overcooked, it's similar to overcooked. I think it's leans more on like the restaurant, uh, management side of things a little bit. Like you, there's some cool stuff with like managing front of house and like, arranging your restaurant in a way that makes sense whereas overcooked is like you're almost in like an arena of sorts kind of and you're just doing the mechanics perfectly whereas played up is more like like i said that management style that i really enjoy um so that's what i was playing in in january i was looking through the list here to see if i could find anything else i mean there was a lot of like ports hi-fi rush was january i think i said february before and i was like oh that was late january on the 25th and yeah like that was my game of the year. I mean, I know it was early, but that was my game of the year. <laughs> I for, remember like, the everybody first... was saying that, and I was like, "Yo, it's the only game that's come out of note." <laughs> but it's it was my game of the year, probably up to like March ish, and it's still pretty high on my list. I mean, obviously that game, you know, that's the Tango Game Works game for those that don't know the uh, stylus action meets rhythm music game made by Tango Gameworks. Yeah. Uh, that game just makes me so happy. It might be like. So for games that just give me pure joy, uh, it's up there like that and Zelda. Like you just can't like not smile at it just because of how cheerful and just like colorful it is, and just how creative mm-hmm. it is too. Um, just with like the world design and just like the just the ingenious idea of blending uh, rhythm music with stylus action, which you know stylus action has always had like a rhythmic element to it anyway, with just how you pull off combos, especially if you play a lot of yeah. Devil May Cry. So you're just like oh yeah like how have we not done this already <laughs> and for like the first uh, real attempt at that to for tango to pull it off as well as they did uh it was, it's just it's such a fun game and i also appreciate that it's not 90 hours long um yeah you know like hester reviewed that for us gave it an 875 yeah so i you know if you haven't checked out hi-fi rush you know it's on game pass uh, if you have an Xbox, uh, I think it's only mm-hmm. on Xbox, actually, because Tango is owned by them. But uh, yeah, go out of your way to uh, double back and check that one out if you have not yet. It's uh, it's it's pretty great. I, I hope we get a sequel to it. Yeah, I uh, if you are a Hi-Fi Rush fan, uh, you have some stuff to look forward to. Yeah. Oh, that DLC came out recently, too, for it, the first. like. Oh, did it? Yeah, they added like a couple of new modes like an, uh, see this is this is one that's on my my backlog oh you haven't played it yet. Uh, okay. i've pl- I started it and then i got really busy with work stuff we gotcha we were like uh editing like documentaries and stuff right um, right and uh so i just like didn't have much time for anything else um but i'm going to play it before the year's up 
Um, and then then we had uh, one thing I did want to highlight: season, a letter of the future. That's on my list to play. Yeah, so I started that one. Really enjoyed it. Uh, unfortunately, I think uh, the the studio just announced a bunch of layoffs. Oh, really? Um, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Unfortunately, um, yeah. but yeah, story was or season was uh, like this. It's the open world sort of like exploratory bike game, and you're like scrapbooking and recording audio it's called like uh i think it's called like nature bathing is like the concept yeah and isn't there like nature and just like capture sources um and isn't it in the backdrop of like an impending apocalypse of some point of some sort like the world is supposedly (laughs) ending yeah yeah Yeah. it is but it's a cool game um got like photography elements in it looks beautiful too like art yeah i think it's worth checking out if you haven't yeah Uh, you know it's not like it's not it's not going to be for everybody, um, but it, it's it's cool. Uh, and then we get into February, right? Yes. Metroid Prime Remastered. It's the first time I ever played Metroid Prime. Uh, that game is, number one, just incredible uh, on the Switch. Like, mm. how it looks, it, it's one of the best-looking games on Switch easily. And it's it's wild to think that it's a, a remastered version of a... I feel like, Marcus, tell me tell me if you feel this. With the the frequency of remakes that we get, I often feel like remasters are just like way less impressive these days than they used to be. I'm like, oh, okay, it's just a remaster. Like, I'm not expecting much. I think maybe it's because we've gotten a lot of remasters of like PS4 games right. uh, that like already looked good, and so that like that fidelity jump just isn't there. Right. Whereas Metroid prime was a gamecube game and so we've gotten a lot of you like kind of get that leap ground up remakes too yeah yeah you know? uh but you know uh metroid prime is just a remaster um so it's interesting but uh, it's like a in in the spectrum of remasters it's definitely one of the more like they put a lot of work into this of like these are like new textures and like the lighting system is overhauled and like like i haven't played it yet it's also my to play list but you know i'm a metroid prime fan uh, yeah, and I remember I was on the NGT with Kyle watching him play it, and like watching that and seeing how good it looked, it just it made me want to play it like immediately. Of like, and especially just on a Switch, and it's just being able to lay down and play Metroid Prime with like improved controls and just mm-hmm. again the presentation. I was like, man, I it's been long enough since I last played Metroid Prime that I was like getting the itch again. Uh, I'm I'm so psyched to eventually <laughs> set to get to that again. Setting, I got to set aside time to uh, to do it. But I, again, it's going to be in a conversation. Like, hey, what's the best? What's the best? Like one of these, you know? Re- yeah. I wonder if it will have to like. I feel like we go back and forth every year of like, do we separate remakes from remasters? And it just depends on like the volume of them. Like, if there's not enough of either, we just combine them as one. But if yeah. there's enough of both, like should we just divide like hey this is the best remaster and then something else is the best remake to give them both like their props to yeah at the end of the year yeah like if they're enough at this point uh i know this is a little inside baseball for you guys but uh, (laughs) it's something i think about as we continue to get more of these this year like a dragon ishin i want to play that game really bad i've I've heard some there's some i've heard some wild stuff about that game in terms of like the themes about a, that a, it like tackles. like a dragon slash yakuza game wild things happening I don't yeah that. i know i know i know unbelievable yeah uh 
That one's on my list. But did you you have played that one? I haven't played the full game. I played a uh, went to Tokyo Game Show, me and Blake, mm-hmm. and we went to RGG and did the big uh, studio profile on them. Um, yeah. So I've played a uh, that demo. I haven't fired it up yet. It were, there have been times where I came close to it around that time, but I was either busy with like a review game or just something else. And you know, those games tend to be pretty long. Um, but I want to sit down and, and get to it. So like, I like, excuse me. I liked what I played of it, uh, for sure. And I, I enjoy that series and I like this sort of like, and again, this is also another remake because <laughs> so, it's a remake of a, a 2014 game that never came to the West. Um, so it's another one to toss in the pile, but yeah, I, I've been getting, I think this is going to be one of the ones like, I'm, I'm kind of like when I wrap up Zelda and, uh, and final fantasy, and I have that gap before like Starfield comes out in terms of like giant forever hour games. Um, like a dragon's pretty much towards the top of that. I, I'm, I want to get through that now. And especially seeing like the new trailers for like the, the like a dragon Gaiden and, um, uh, like a dragon infinite wealth kind of like makes me excited. Like, Oh, we're going back to this world again. All right. Like, yeah. Oh, I got a new one of these, a new old one, I guess, uh, to get to now. So yeah, that'll be coming sooner than later. I was I was thinking of other games that came out that month um, that I did play. Wild Hearts. Did you did you play Wild Hearts? It's on my list to play. I that's another one I had to remind myself. Like, yeah, that was this year, wasn't it? EA made a Monster Hunter. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was cool. I I, I liked the um, some of the mobility that the game offered. Like they had the big zip lines you could shoot out, um, and like the, the armor sets were fun. Um, it obviously like felt pretty derivative of of a Monster Hunter. Um, and I don't think it quite hits the highs of like a uh, like a Monster Hunter world in terms of like it's uh, the depth in its world. Is it less obtuse than Monster Hunter can be? Uh, a little. I think a little. Um, like there are there are I mean, it is obtuse in its own way as well. Um, but I, I just felt like it was a chance to jump in on a Monster Hunter like game without the. Uh, I don't know when I play a monster hunter game, I feel like I'm always like, like I'm, it's a relatively new series for me. Right. Monster hunter world was, uh, I, I played like monster hunter on DS, but like that, not as much as like I have like world or, um, or the switch version that or the switch game that came out with it's monster hunter rise. And this was like a, a chance to like get in on a, it's like, okay, I don't have, to, I don't feel like I'm underqualified to enjoy or play this game, which is a dumb, a dumb thought to have. Like I enjoy what you enjoy, play what you want to play, but like, it was, it's like a fresh start. Right. And I was like, okay, I can just like jump in. I'm new. Like everybody else is. Uh, I always felt like with monster hunter world, it was almost like my friends were always guiding me through it because they were so far ahead of me. And I felt like not necessarily a burden, but like part of my enjoyment of, of multiplayer games is like having that sense of wonder together and like making discoveries together with friends. And when, and I've, since I was like a, a late, a late, uh, you know, player of, of the monster hunter, the most recent two, I was always kind of getting caught up and like, felt like I wasn't really offering much for my friends. Cause they already had the gear sets they wanted. They were just playing to enjoy the game. And so wild hearts was like a, a fresh start in that way. And I liked like the, the nav, the way, like the, the wind kind of guided you. Um, I liked the weapons. I mean, they're pretty standard for like monster hunter games, but they were fun. And 
the monsters were the monster designs were cool as well one um, of the monsters i don't i think it's the monster that's like on the little tile on like the yeah know, the, the app it looks like yeah. a, a white ape looking thing or whatever yep um every time i scroll past because i've had it installed on my ps5 forever and i should probably uninstall it if i'm not gonna play it anytime soon but uh uh i keep thinking it's the guardian ape from sekiro it's <laughs> yeah. like ptsd <laughs> i was like oh not you again yeah uh, he's back <laughs> again 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 yeah again uh, again uh you know um real quick while we're in february i'm gonna shout out uh gosh uh deliver us mars uh which is a game oh. i also reviewed and i gave it like a six five or six seven five so not an amazing score but i will say like as many problems i have with the game as a from like a gameplay and design perspective i think it has one of the strongest narratives of the year so far and i've had it written down on my like list of just like because i have like my ex- my excel sheet that i mentioned before is like different categories like okay best story and but uh just again to make the end of year process a little easier for me to remember stuff um but i think that has a a vi- like the story is almost like too good for the game <laughs> <laughs> okay uh and i i think that that was the thing that really carried me through it uh and uh it's weird it's almost hard to recommend people check out a game it's probably a little better now because i know they patched it uh because i think one of my issues with the game was that um like the presentation was lacking and the the character models and animations especially just aren't super great and i think i said in my review that it was like it's kind of like watching bad animatronics perform Macbeth uh, <laughs> a little bit so like i i, I hope that's like it, it just maybe looks and runs a bit better, but in the puzzle stuff, like I played deliver us the, to the deliver us the moon, which is the, mm-hmm. its predecessor. And I remember I, a lot of people like that game. Yeah. I reviewed that for uh for a screen rain actually back when I used to work there. Um, I think Reiner might've reviewed it for, I know. He yeah. He gave it like game. an eight here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That game is a, is a gem. And I, I still like that game better than this one just as an overall game, but mm-hmm. I say if you're willing to put up with some of the shortcomings of Deliver Us Mars, I will say the narrative at least rewards that patience. So I'm just want to give it a shout out there. Sure. Uh, in February, uh, Destiny 2 uh, Lightfall also came out, and I played the heck out of that. It came out on February 28th. Uh, I beat the whole, I beat the, the campaign. I beat uh, the raid. It was actually my first raid in a very long time in Destiny since Leviathan actually, which was a, a Destiny 2 vanilla um, campaign. And it was all about, th- th- this campaign was all about, like, um, the witness and, like, like, there's a lot of proper nouns that I don't remember. Chasing after the veil. We still don't know what the veil is. I think the campaign, the story was, like, very um, underwhelming. Um, but the missions themselves were fun. And the the new strand ability which uh gives you like a grappling hook um and like a bunch of really cool like acrobatic abilities i play hunter um and it was just a really great time to get back into destiny uh i also think like their visual design is still what like uh six years later after the launch of the game seven years uh is is still just world class uh i think the shape language they use like the Everything is just so intentional and it's easy to pick up on as well. Like the art design, uh, the world design, it's all really uh, consistent and it makes it really fun to go back to the world uh, because I I feel like it's 
because of that consistency and like those those shapes and and just the visual identity makes it easy to follow and so when i go back i can pick up on cues um easier and i can get back into the game easier and get back to enjoying what i enjoy about it um and i mean some of the enemies they also introduced in lightfall the uh, i forget what they're actually called but they have the giant like scythes um they were like a really neat enemy design where you have to like shoot their shoulders out um before you can damage them and they're like also can like teleport up to you and fly around. there's when you see them they're like just these big beefy dudes God, I, I'm I'm kicking myself not remembering the name. I think big beefy dudes was it, right? Big beefy, yeah, that must have been it. Yeah. Um, I, I know somebody's yelling at me over their 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 radio in their car. Big um, shoulder man. Terms. Oh, what were the enemies called? It's gonna drive me up the wall. <laughs> it's okay. We we can keep going, and then when you remember, it, you just randomly scream it out, but just out of nowhere. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Uh, give me two minutes, and I'll scream it out. <laughs> uh. I still like re-looking at February. And I was like, there's actually quite a bit of stuff that I would like to go back to. Uh, Theorhythm, uh, Final Bar Line. I've never yeah. played a Theorhythm game, which is weird because I love Final Fantasy. Tormentors. Music. Oh, was that? okay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Thank you. Tormentors. Um, I love Final Fantasy music, and I like rhythm music games for the most part. And that's for some reason i've never played a, a theorhythm game but i've been hearing a lot of really good things about this one in particular i know wesley gave it a really good score when he reviewed it so like that has me wanting to play this one more than any other ones uh that was this month and another rhythm game that funny enough i think wesley also reviewed was a uh, ritmos yeah i played that as well yeah that looks i have it on my my switch list uh it's good i i that game was uh is a gem i think um it's a puzzle, music-based puzzle game. Like you are solving, uh, kind of like these line-based puzzles where your line, you're trying to complete a a loop, like, um, and there are obstacles in the way, and so it's just very, um, it's very satisfying to do. And then after you finish a piece of the puzzle, it plays like a, it like unlocks part of the the music loop, mm. and then once you complete the loop, you get access to the instrument. Right. And you ad lib melodies on top of and like record your own little like uh four measure loop. It's cool. Yeah, like that that was end of February. And also uh Octopath Traveler 2 was that month. I've heard a lot of good things about that. Yeah, like the people that really like that game have been like uh I believe they they've been climbing to every available rooftop with a big megaphone and mm, saying yes, Octopath yeah. Traveler 2 like the town. They they've done that in your city too then. Okay. Yeah, I, I've heard it. It was actually 4th of July just passed and instead of fireworks mm. they were just doing that instead. You know, it's funny the the uh the over the pandemic my neighbors at 8 p.m. every night would howl like wolves. Did your neighbors also do this? To like show support. Your of, neighbors uh, are dogs? No, 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 like human beings. Okay. <laughs> uh, would stand outside and howl to so- show support for uh like medical workers changing ships. Okay. Uh, but but since then those people have been replaced by by the Octopath 2 <laughs> fans. 8 p.m. every night. They're here. Uh they howl in support of Octopath Traveler 2. Yeah, I never played the first one. I played the demo for the first one, but never the full game just cuz yeah. you know, it's one of those things that just sort of you're like i'll get to this eventually but now it's like i think i'll just play this one just because i've heard it's kind of better in every way it's my understanding and yeah. it doesn't sound like you need to play the first one to play two no no you don't uh so that's that's nice too to not have that baggage uh is it 
it's not on Game Pass, right? Like the first one is. The second uh, I one can, is not. I can look right now. I can look right now. I mean, I probably will wind up just playing it on Switch because I would just like to have something like that on my handheld. That's where I'm playing it. Uh, well, but... Octopath is available. Uh, oh, it's not even on Xbox. Square has, oh. according, according to Destructoid, uh, Square Enix has unfortunately omitted Xbox this time around, so it won't be appearing on Game Pass. Maybe it'll come later because I think the first game, then I don't think that was an Xbox day and date either, wasn't it? It, it came. I, I think it came to several platforms later. Yeah, it's so it's hard to just... keep track of of every single games. A lot of games come out. Guys. Schedule. All a lot time. of games come out all the time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> but... I would. I feel like it was like I feel like I should start Octopath two because I like I, I like RPGs, especially like and I like HGTV stuff. You know, Live Alive was one of my favorite games last year. Um, if you start it, I recommend Hunter. I had a. Re- I've started it as well. I've had a really good time of the hunter uh, systems and and storyline. Um, and one thing that that Octopath One did really well, and Octopath Two kind of doubles down on, is just giant monsters and mm. like giant sprites on that take up the whole big screen. Beefy boys, yeah, big beefy boys. Um, it's really great at that, and it's a lot of fun. Okay. Also, we should probably call out that February was also the PSVR two launch. Oh, it's I know it set the world on fire. And how could we yeah, forget? But yeah, that was wolf. Did you get one? No, or no. You... I actually sold my Oculus Rift S, I think, in February um, not to buy a new VR. I was just like, I think I'm good with VR for now. If I if I get back into VR, it'll be like a, a wireless headset, like a like a quest. You're saving kind. up for that Apple thing god no uh <laughs> if i if i get one maybe i'll get like an oculus quest 3 maybe i have a good maybe i'll be able to get like a review unit you oh, know okay. i don't know try it out see hopefully they have like the you know the the some good launch games i can kind of get my vr fix and then be good again but yeah i uh i, I just get motion sick unfortunately yeah. I just uh I need a reason. I never bought I've never ha- Half Life I will say Half Life Alex is incredible. I mean if that's you have the a one friend that's the one thing I borrow want. One, yeah. If you can have a friend who you can borrow a headset from to play Half Life Alex. Like I'm one of those people that are holding out for that game to come to PSVR two because that would be that's literally the only thing that would make me consider because I have no yeah. interest in it whatsoever right now. Like there's yeah. some cool stuff out there, but it's stuff that's either been out like Beat Saber. That I, you know, I love Beat Saber, but it's like I could, I could just get a cheaper Oculus and play that, uh, <laughs> or other stuff. But that's the one. It's like, okay, if you guys make this happen, you might have my money. Because I, as a Half Life fan, I'm still hurt that I can't play that game, uh, and hearing how good it is. So, you know, again, yeah. fingers crossed. Um, I guess we can jump to March. Uh, yeah. Uh, as, as terms of stuff, I'm actually still playing. Uh, Wulong Fallen Dynasty, I really want to finish. And that game has been a victim of just other things coming around it and like hindering my progress where I'm like, I've been playing it. I'm several hours into it and I've enjoyed it. You know, I, I like Team Ninja. I like the Neo games and I really enjoyed it. I played a Wulong, but it's just been a victim of like, oh, I got a review game. Got to play this or like, oh, this this bigger game that I maybe I care more about, uh, like maybe another game that comes out uh, the same month uh, came out. And I got to play this. Uh, but I've been like chipping away when I have those like gaps. I'll go back yeah. to it. And thankfully, my skills have not like atrophied because that's like the biggest fear with any sort of like precision based like 
action game, especially ones that have like Souls DNA. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy that I can still go in there, but like, okay, I still remember how to do stuff and won't immediately get slaughtered, but yeah, I, I, I need to put I, that away I before have, fall starts. I happen to get a code for it. Uh, I wasn't particular. I wasn't necessarily interested in it, even mm. though I do like Souls games. I just was not in the mood to play that Did game. Did you play the Neo um, games? No, I didn't. Uh, one of my best friends, though, is a Neo sicko. He's platinumed everyone, um, and he yells at me to get into those games. I think it... When I jumped in, uh, I, I beat the first boss, I think. And then that, I, like the, I, the guy, the, the guy with the the spike, the red spikes or whatever. Right. Um, and it, I, I had fun. Um, I just it didn't stick with me. I think it also it felt like I that game felt uh, a little like going from point A to point B wasn't as interesting as I wanted it to be, I think. Right. Um, and I think I just also wasn't ready to you really have to devote yourself. It's not the same and Neo games like too, where it's like it's not the interconnected world like like the Souls games to me. It's more level like you're literally selecting a level, and then even the levels themselves are like kind of samey. Like they look kind of nice, but it's not like wow, these environments are really telling a story. It's kind of like oh, here's a village, and there's like five guys here you're gonna cut in half. Uh, yeah, yeah. But how many how many bosses are in that game? Do you know? I don't know. Kyle has finished it, and I remember him saying because Kyle really likes it. And like yeah. to his like surprise, and he, he was not expecting to like it as much yeah. as he did. But I remember he was him talking also, about that. Yeah, and I remember him also saying that it, the game was longer than he thought it would be. I think he said he clocked in about forty hours by the time he finished it. Wow! So I would assume that translates to quite a few bosses. Yeah. Any ones that stand out in particular, or I mean, I've that you can talk about. I mean, that first guy, it's weird because he's the first guy, but I remember there was a lot of scuttle but around him because of how difficult he is. And then he has that, like, second. He's very difficult, yeah. He's, like, the first test of, like, okay, the tutorial's over. Let's see what you've learned. And then he's got that second phase, which is the one that really gets people. Because you get through the first part. You're like, oh, I did it, finally. And it's like, uh-uh. And I remember thinking, like, why did I think it was over? It's one of these. Like, of course he has another phase. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I did not beat him, actually. I beat his first phase. Oh. His second phase started, and I was like, I don't have the patience. For this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. That's why I stopped. Not installing. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I fan. beat his second phase by not fighting. Yeah. Uh, fake fan. So, yeah, I do want to go back and finish that, and I recommend. I feel like that's going to be one of the ones that maybe. I feel like as it, it, people might overlook it because I think it, it sounds like it's a very good game. Just there's just other, these other giants in front of it sure. that came out afterwards. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you're itching for a soulsy style experience or if you're a neo fan you should probably check that out uh i want to check out dead cells return to castlevania i've heard good things i like dead cells a lot and i love castlevania dude dead cells rips it's i love fantastic. that so much that it's that in hades you know i until hades dead cells was my favorite roguelike and now it's number two which is still very good it's in probably my top five i haven't really sat down to to think about it much hades and i'm a big spelunky fan um spelunky 2 particularly is very good it's weird because i think the only thing that maybe deters me is that i think i've heard that you like i think the castlevania content you kind of have to work your way to it like i i don't believe it's just there to start which is kind of what i want i just want to jump right to it uh and it it sounds weird to complain about oh i got to play more of this game that's like really good uh before i get to that if you've done it before but, though you're yeah it's like i've beaten the game yeah it's like again you know it's coming like the that wonder is gone uh yeah like, oh what am i gonna find next 
you kind of know what you're going to get until it's you get like, the new content. You're so excited to play the new stuff that like anything that's it gets in front of it, it's like, oh, like even if it's good stuff, technically, it's like, oh, I just want to see the Castlevania stuff. So I think yeah. that has hindered me a bit of like, oh, it's not just like right at the front door. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll wait. I think one of the uh, the surprises for me in March was Dredge. Have you played that yet? I have not finished it. It's in a Wulong holding pattern. Yeah. But I'm much far. Like, I think I probably have like 25% of the game left. Like, I am on the That's second. That's about where I'm at. Yeah. Like, I'm on the second to last island. Okay. Yeah. 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 But, and so you kind of know, like, you probably explored some areas of that map. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that has a, I really like the, uh, the flow of that game. I think it's a little slow for its own good. Um, yeah, much like fishing. Much like fishing. Yeah. yeah for those that don't know, this is the fishing slash Lovecraftian horror. Yeah. Horror, I guess sometimes horror. Game. There, are, there are moments in that that are that are horror. I have like screamed playing that game. I also have like the last phobia. So there's what, a which bit one of is that? that? Is that open that's water? fear? The fear of yeah, deep water. Okay. Um, I mean it's mild, but like it it's definitely a um a barrier to that i have to get over when i play those games yeah and there's I mean, a couple moments in that where you are uh like, above some some mighty mysterious waters yeah it's like you're out at night you can barely see your lights flickering your sandy meters dropping and then you see like a weird silhouette underwater that's pursuing you and you're like i don't know what that is honest but it's funny yeah. as scary as it is the scariest things to me is just sailing and then a rock appears and I slam into it and like half of my cargo <laughs> goes overboard. Yeah. Like I, cause it's just so annoying. It's like, I'm scared of a rock more than like the weird Eldritch horror thing that's under the water. There's also <laughs> the, uh, the fish that appear like ships from far away. Oh, I hate I, the first time I saw that. I was like, you ever get so mad that you're almost impressed at how like, yeah, this was such a good way to get me. It was yeah. like, I was upset, but then I was like, well done game. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good idea. That, <laughs> God, that, uh, that really got me the first time. Cause it's like and an angler fish, right? But it, it looks is. like a ship. Like just the idea of taking the angler fish concept and be like, what if it was a ship instead of a light? Cause you're going to go to it. You know, <laughs> have you also, have you found the, um, the like giant crab monster that's disguised as a shipwreck? Uh, I you would know, you would know probably okay. not then it's that's, just like on a random terrifying. island it's on a random island and you're like oh i'm gonna go get the shipwreck and then all of a sudden it just starts like lifting up and and chasing you oh it's terrifying yeah that's gonna that be game's one... really cool yeah we didn't review that one and for those wondering why sometimes we don't review a game even if it has some buzz it really just comes down to bandwidth because we're a small staff and we kind of have to make some yeah Sometimes something comes out and all of us are just busy with other things. It just slips through the cracks. And we there are what? Seven of us, seven editorial people and me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Counting you. Uh, So, you know, we really have to sort of pick and choose sometimes. And like, unless there's something that we play on our own and we're like, oh, I really want to talk about this. Um, And then sometimes if you do get to something cool, it's like, oh, it's too late. It's past the review period. So like, we'll give it its love end of year or just in like opinion pieces or stuff like this where we're giving it love now. And I feel like Dredge is going to be one of those. Because I remember, um, you know, when we did our top 10 last year, Immortality was on there. And Immortality was one that we didn't formally review because of that. Yeah, um, absolutely. But And I remember seeing someone ask, like, how can a game be on a top 10 if you didn't review? And it's like, well, that's why. There's plenty just, of games that release that. 
Yeah, like a yeah. score is a, is like not a prerequisite to be considered no. for end of year stuff. Because I can see Dredge being in a conversation of like, hey, we should show to some love. I, I think yeah. enough of us really like it that have played Other, it. Otherwise, like we are getting into like messaging that like games aren't worth playing unless there's a big site that reviews it, yeah. which isn't true. There's like does there's dozens <laughs> there's hundreds of of games, thousands of games that release a year, and there's plenty of gems within that that people just reviewers don't have time to play and like we try our best yeah uh, and it, it's almost becomes personal at, at a certain point where it's like i really like this thing and i really want to give it it's, it's yeah like uh, i will go out of my way to write a review for this to highlight like, this I want even though i'm working late by doing this i really uh love this thing and want to share it and so yeah. it's it's you do what you can i still I think I might have committed a crime here. Oh no. Because I'm just remembering. I'm doing a double check. I'm like, did I skip something? Did you have you talked about Resident Evil 4? Okay, no, I haven't. It's in March. Uh okay, well, yeah, yeah. that's not the game I'm thinking of. Oh. But I did want to jump to a game that I reviewed that came out in March, which is Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon. I remember that being like a lot more positive than I was expecting it to be. That game is so good. I gave yeah. it an eight seven five. It is such. I I, I almost I want to th- amend my previous statement about like Zelda and Hi Fi Rush being the games that made me the most happy. I forgot about this game. This game I had a smile on my face from start to finish. It is just such a delightful, just reinvention of that franchise. And I'm a big Bayonetta fan. And when they first announced this game, I wasn't as down on it as some people. It was more like a like a head a head tilting like, hmm, that's an idea. I wonder how yeah. that's gonna work out. And it worked out great i think this game rules <laughs> it is so much fun and i i i just want people to it's another game i'm afraid is going to get like it, it's not going to get its flowers at the end of the year because of all the other bigger stuff that has come out but it's like i just that platinum took a chance with such an established and beloved ip and mm-hmm. did something that a lot of people thought would be almost like a a throwaway like cash grab of like oh they just whipped this quick little kitty looking thing together just to make a quick buck because of how soon they announced it after bayonetta 3 came out yeah and, it, it was kind of like whiplash it was like wait what i haven't yeah you're like oh they probably put their b team on this probably not gonna be that great and you're like no i think i had in terms of like consistent fun i had more fun with this than bayonetta 3 which i think has great highs but some of the lows are a little low but like uh origins is just a delight from start to finish for me and i just hope more people give it a chance especially bayonetta fans that might have turned their noses up at it okay but what about non-bayonetta fans can i well, get into this well that's what i was gonna say too because one it's a prequel so okay you don't need to worry about the the lore of the first three games and also it doesn't even if it's a prequel it doesn't depend on you knowing what's about to come okay there's some like connections that if you play threes especially you're like oh okay but it's not like oh this it's vital that you make this connection to understand the plot it's more like off to the side it's kind of like oh if you know you know but if you don't don't worry about it okay Um, and you can honestly you could play this and not even graduate to the rest of the series because it's such a self-contained thing that if you don't feel the need of like now i gotta play bayonetta one two or three like no you're fine you could treat this as a one and done it doesn't you know it's not like it ends in some weird cliffhanger. It's like, see you in Bayonetta 1 or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. So would you categorize it as like a platformer or like what's the simplest? An action like a, adventure? It's weird. Sort of? It's like, yeah, action adventure with some puzzle. Because it's not really a platformer. Okay. It, but it's like a, 
it's like if you combine Brothers of Tale of Two Sons with okay. uh because it's got the dual protagonist thing with Bayonetta and Cheshire the demon, and it you you can summon Cheshire and you're controlling both of them with sticks like you did in Brothers. Okay. And a lot of the puzzle solving is like that same sort of like tandem gameplay of like solving a thing using two characters with different abilities. Yeah. And then you're exploring a big Metroid style overworld where you're like, oh, I need this ability to get here because you're collecting these four elemental powers from these demons. You're like, oh, I have fire and water and, you know, earth and I can do this thing now. And like that stuff is fun, but I think the combat is actually really fun too, which I don't think the combat was really highlighted much in those trailers. So people, I think people might be surprised at how much combat there is. It's not like an action fest, like traditional Bayonetta, but there's more combat than you would expect. And it's such a different twist because you're controlling two characters. Shesher was the one that does the fighting. Bayonetta can like use her magic to tie down foes so that you can wail in on with Shesher. And it creates this really fun, unique strategy where you're, you know, you're trying to combine your abilities to subdue people and then wail on them. And then you're also switching the, between the four elemental powers, which each have their own sort of traits. Kind of, I mean, this is a recent example because I'm playing, but like Final Fantasy, think of that of like, oh, I have these four, like the four sure. icon okay. abilities that have their own properties. It's pretty much like that. We're like, oh, the the grass one has a vine that I can use to yank people towards me. And the fire one can do this and the water one can do this. How do I mix yeah. these up? uh it's the combat feels good it for it probably should have been a mess <laughs> because of your the two character thing but they found a way to make it work uh i really can't sing that game's praises enough i i hope people if you haven't played it again go back and and give it a shot hell yeah um marcus i do want to point out last year you finished 70 something games how many games did you but that was two year? years ago two years ago uh 2021, 2021? yeah how many did you finish that year? Uh not as much. I think No, what was, was what was 21? 70 something? It was like 72. And what about last year? God, I have to remember talking about it. It might have been like in the 40s. And what what are you tracking for this year? This year I'm up to 21, 22, 21, 22, something like Damn. that. Man. Yeah, I so I'm totally see to me that doesn't you. seem like a lot because I'm so used to like crossing that threshold pretty easily. But no, like... I am I am the opposite of you. I like to I'm 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 very much like I dip my toes in things. Right. I like I enjoy them for a few hours. I move on. I'm like a I like the uh, you know the charcuterie experience. <laughs> You're right? like a, a sampler. Yeah, a sampler. Um, nice. But then there there are games that come out that just like really kind of capture me. One of those being Terra Nil which ah. came out in March. Uh, did you review this or did Wesley? That was Brian, I think. Brian reviewed that. Okay. Yeah, because uh, but I did play it. I didn't finish it, but I played it. Terra Nil is the reverse city builder. It was published by Devolver. Um, and, you know, think of like a, a classic city builder where you are, um, you know, bare earth building up cities and structures. And it's the opposite of that. Like the, the, the city... Um, the, what you are building are like rehabilitation centers and tools and like uh, irrigation systems. And you're like, you are literally uh, in like dropping rivers into barren planets to repopulate. Um, you know, uh, you are planting grass and you're um, extracting um, toxins from water. You're, you're effectively making a paradise. And then you remove all of that stuff through additional city building mechanics and you kind of leave it all like without a trace. So you're just 
rehabilitating nature and it's a really feel good city builder it's also got some really clever mechanics that go on that kind of change from planet to planet yeah um, my only problem with the games i've played it but i have yet to finish the first biome i'm like at the oh end, really i hit a wall uh, where like because the game's kind of like if you don't plan everything right kind of early on you kind of get screwed to the point where you kind of have to restart a bit mm. and you can restart sections but sometimes you yet. really got to go back and be like oh i need to undo like three oh, different sucks. and i got like, I, I got to the that. i got to the part where you start introducing animals back and like yeah. removing your structures yeah but like basically the way i had my waterways i needed i had some structures really deep inland and like I didn't have I wasn't able to build waterways to reach them with the boat that you need to get there because I didn't know that you were going to be removing them. Right. I thought they would yeah. just be embedded there. So it's like if I had known that I would have done this differently. So like I had to like overhaul everything and that part no. kind of killed my motivation because it's like, oh, I got to go back. How, like, how far do I have to go back to like get to a Could point? Could you not have this? was there? Do you not have enough space or resources or something to like both pretty much? Uh, okay. Yeah, That's like nice. I did what I could, but it was like I would have to dramatically rearrange some things for this to work. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like, oh, I wish I had a heads up that I would be doing this. That's <laughs> that's the problem with like more I would consider this like an experimental title, right? Like it's doing something that is uh a little weird, right? Yeah. And I feel like you get these games that are really interesting in that way and then there are certain experiences that you have with that with those games that are just it's like the design itself is so is almost like too weird for its own good and thus you end up with situations like this it's kind of like a double-edged sword it's like oh this is like a really interesting thing but maybe uh if you had done something a little more uh uh what's the right word like um typical you could maybe play test it a bit better and like find find the issues that it might be easier to spot the ways that like players might get stuck and design around that. Yeah. You just don't like that idea of like, to use like an artist analogy of like, Oh, I painted this really beautiful picture, but like I messed up somewhere. So I got to erase everything. You know, like, yeah. I don't want to, I, I like the way it looks, but I didn't know that I would have to move a tree over here. Now I got to bring like basically wipe it clean. Yeah. I want to get back to it. It's just that, that kind of like, killed my momentum because i was like oh so man. you didn't get to the beach stuff right no that's my favorite part of the game uh okay. it's like the ocean it's like a monorail system you have to build to like deliver parts to the ocean and stuff it's really neat uh oh, did you get to, does that mean show up and sing a song <laughs> yeah did you get to like the canopy like the jungle canopy stuff no i've literally oh, i've not finished dang. the first like, i couldn't remember if, <laughs> so that all is on the second biome and i okay. couldn't remember if it was the end of the first or the start of the second yeah, um, I don't think so. So I want to get back to it. I just gotta. I yeah. think I've enough time has passed where I've, I at least I know what to do now and what to be ready yeah. for. It's also Steam Deck compatible too, which is great. Oh, that sounds nice. Uh, yeah. You know what? WWE 2K23, good game. I I've heard from people, people being you, that it was all right. Yeah, these uh, you know, since they came back last year, they've been on a positive trajectory. I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but I just want to, because those games for a long time were like kind of really treading water prior to the disaster yeah. that was 2K20. Yeah. And then when they took the kind of like two year break or whatever it was, 
and you know they came back last year and i i gave last year's game a good score and i gave this game a good score and i was just like okay we're you know there's still some kinks to work out but like this was pretty good <laughs> it's kind of nice yeah. to feel positive about a wwe game again i, I just think that's uh, worth calling out you know i thought of you this weekend i went to an event called taste of minneapolis and it's like a big food festival and there's like a mu- music festival art. It's just like a, uh, a culture, but like there's arts, there's music, there's food, all that. Uh, and I found in an alleyway, there was a mobile like wrestling, local wrestling setup. Hmm. Uh, and they had like a big, they had, it was like a, they had a big wrestling ring. There's an announcer uh, and it was like local wrestlers or something fighting. And I was like, Marcus would love this. Yeah, and they... then it was really boring. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like they did the thing where like they lock shoulders or whatever yeah they like lock up and... yeah they did that for like 30 seconds and then slowly like fell to the ground together i was like and then kayla and i were just like nah <laughs> and we left i was like i was wanting like you know you throw your drink at the, like, yeah <laughs> yeah i uh i was wanting something a little more lively it was just like it had to have been like the slowest wrestling match i've ever seen I'm curious now. I'm like, I like watching. It was like for wrestling fans watching. Like it was like some chain wrestling masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, like uh, this technical showpiece. Uh, I also for March. March was kind of packed. Uh, Chia was this year. We we touched on Chia mm-hmm. yeah. a little bit. That game was a fun little Breath of the Wild e like thing. And also, I still it still has one of my most like perplexing sequences at the end that i won't spoil but for those that played it it involves uh some middle fingers <laughs> and like just touching on how that game is like weirdly dark at times in a way that like you might not think it would be if you just kind of look at a screenshot of it sure it's like happy island time but then there's moments in the story where you're like like there's like a, a chicken gets its head cut off and you just see it running around with no head as blood is just spurting out of it, but it's played as like Jeez. a comedic moment. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it's it's weird. But like the the final sequence of that thing is I'm excited to bring it up for like, I don't know, best moment or whatever, because it is so wild and is so like I didn't think this game had it in it <laughs> to do this. Fair. <laughs> but it made me laugh out loud when I saw it. Um I think you might have seen the the gifs. I believe Kyle shared a, a, a snippet of it in our Slack when he was oh, reviewing it. Yeah, okay, like that's yeah. only that's only like a, a sample of that whole sequence. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but yeah, that game's cool. I, I like Chia. Uh, pour one out for uh, Crime Boss Rocket City. <laughs> um, Rest in peace. Probably or... the lowest reviewed game, lowest score of ours this year. Right, it was a three. I, right. Yeah, I think Gollum. I think Matt gave it like a no. He gave it a three, but I think it might oh, have been like a three five. Okay, yeah. So that um, means that means Gollum's a better game. That's you take that literally, folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What a what a thing. Shout out to Wes for for suffering through that for us. You know he he uh, died so that we could live. Yeah, I think it's so. It's like a Jesus analogy we're going with. I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know what's not a three is Resident Evil Four. That came out uh, March. Yeah, it did. Man, what a game. I had a great time with you on that cover trip, too. Yeah. Interviewing fun... the developers. Yeah. The... I had to remind myself that that was this year. That was like literally the first week of January. Like that was the that start went... of the new yeah. year. Yeah. I was going to Osaka. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was a that was a fun trip. And 
that was a fun game of a great remake of an already amazing game okay. yeah, i enjoyed the hell out of that re remake it felt familiar but it felt new in like the right ways and a triumph some might say a triumph of uh of i thought i had a joke about biohazard i did not so sorry mm. to disappoint people that may have been expecting it but it was not a hazard to play the game <laughs> okay and i updated my bio to say more like a residence <laughs> of fun yeah yeah resonant I got nothing, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Resident Evil Four is super good. I think it. Do you think it could? It's a goatee contender. I know remakes are a little yeah, foggy I mean, in that conversation, but if does it do enough to be considered? You think? But I mean, they did add a lot and change. Like it, I think it just really depends who's in the room at the end of the year, uh, who's fighting for what. I think yes, there's there's a a world where it could be a goatee contender. I tend to give more weight to new releases, you know, of course. Right. Like if, if tears of the kingdom hadn't come out this year or I'm trying to think of another giant game that's reviewed. Well, final fantasy 16, like those are new experiences that are really, really great. And I think I would rather one of those get it than uh, a remake of a really, really classic game. Um, like are like you know, arguably one of the greatest games ever. But like, we've had that game for decades. Um, so I don't know. That's kind of where my head goes. But I think it, I think it could definitely be on our end of the year list. You know, in our top ten easily. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but uh, I think that about does it for March for the most yeah. part. Unless you see something else. But oh, actually, real quick, March and I there's a game I want to play. That came out in March called Ib for Switch. I, uh, I B. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I B. Which it, it has been around, for, I think, since 2012 as like a browser game. Yeah. And they like re, you know, remastered or whatever they did Is, to it for. Was Playism publishing that one? I believe so. I played it yeah. at Tokyo Game Show and I liked what I played. Like, it's just this really weird sort of like 2D horror game where you're like in a museum and like just weird things are going on basically and you're, hmm. you're like, these really weird interactions with paintings and ghosts and it's like puzzle solving, but I liked what I played of it. I have no, again, it's on my, my switch list to sit down and, and see what that thing is. But yeah, that that's another one I, I do want to get to from, uh, from March. Uh, so yeah, with that said, we can jump ahead to, uh, April. Uh, this might surprise some people, but, uh, uh, Grim Grimoire once more, which was like the remaster of, of Grim Grimoire. Which was Vanillaware's uh like PS2 sort of like platformer adventure game where you, where you play as a witch trying to save a witch school from bad things. I don't know. Are you a Vanillaware fan? This is the team behind this. These are all words you're saying to me, Marcus. Uh, Vanillaware is the team behind Dragon's Crown, Odin's Fear, uh, most recently okay. Thirteen Sentinels. Okay, okay. Thing. I am familiar with their work. I like they have a very games. distinct art style where you see it and you go like, okay, that's Vanillaware. Yeah, uh, 13 Sentinels, I remember just being struck by that art style. That's a game I also need to, it's on my backlog to get to because I've heard very good things about it and I like Vanillaware generally. Um, but yeah, I've never played Grim Grimoire back in its day. And when they announced this rematch, I was like, oh, I want to go back to that. Uh, so yeah. that's like, just to sort of like fill out their, their back catalog. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, 
let's see. There's uh Dead Island 2. I need to finish Dead Island 2. That was another one where I started it and then other things came out and I have not and I'm not even that far. Like I'm still in like I guess based on how I've heard that game is structured, I think I'm still like in the first area, I guess. Okay. Like in the the neighborhood. Sure, like uh, Bel Air and stuff like that. Yeah, whatever area it's supposed to be, like with the influencer yeah. house, influencer house is okay, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like that that area. Um, I liked what I played of it, and it it was fun. It's like a, I I've been wanting to get back to it more and more, just hearing how linear it is. And normally, maybe some people might think that's a negative, but with so many big open world games, like I'm actually kind of glad that it's like a more linear experience than the first game was. So I'm like, yeah, I can. Just give me, like, a nice focus, like, stupid zombie game that, like, looks gross in a good way and has some, like, stupid humor. Like, sure, that sounds so fun. Uh, <laughs> I'm just glad that game managed to stick the landing for the most part after everything it's been through. Yeah. And, like, even, like, the, the physics systems are all really fun and, like, the, the little puzzles that you have to solve to, like, turn on power to places. You know, it's it's, you know, all fairly standard you know physics puzzles but it feels really good in dead island and i think it it pairs well with the uh it's kind of like it stops in your tracks a little bit sometimes you're like huh can i can i do this and for a game that's very much like your eyes can start to bleed bleed from just like uh, like i don't want to i always say this as like a descriptor not necessarily a a way to like I, i don't mean this to be detrimental to the mm. game but it's kind of like you can kind of like turn your brain off and just slash zombies and yeah like it's just like a fun it's yeah, like it's, junk it's like food. a junk food yeah, yeah there you go exactly it's like which i i like a good junk food game you need a good junk food game it's like it's it's, it's great to have the critically acclaimed award-winning show-stopping game yeah sometimes it's like i just need dumb fun right now yeah and it, it's pulp and that that's i mean they've said themselves in our interviews with them for our cover story, like they are very influenced by like pulp action movies, and that's what this is. Yeah, I don't even like pulp in yeah. my juice. Uh, I mean, okay. I usually yeah. get pulp free when I buy juice. But. I I don't mind pulp. I don't mind pulp. Yeah, get some my teeth. And, and in Dead Island too, like those those little moments of environmental interactions and like playing with the physics, it's like a fun way to kind of get away from that like thoughtless monster slaying a little bit, and it's like oh. Mm. I can use my brain a little bit here. Let me figure this out. Okay, now I'm back to, you know, just like the the pulp and the action. And um, it, it's a good balance, I feel like. It's a, I, I need to finish it, but it, it, I've I've had a lot of fun with that island too so far. Yeah. Also, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, Burning Shores, the, the big story expansion Horizon. Uh, yeah, you get a uh, boat. You do get a boat that I barely used because you can fly around. So why would I use a boat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I can call my cool pterodactyl looking robot. That's infinitely cooler. Uh, I reviewed that uh, burning shores and I really liked it. If you like horizon forbidden West, uh, it's worth checking out. Uh, there was some like some rap, some significant I've enough heard. story advancement for like that wild ending. <laughs> To yeah forbidden west and also it's got that lance reddick tribute that i only recently found out about one, one of the games that was kind of i've been looking forward to since since seeing it at gamescom uh was minecraft legends oh um, yeah yeah sarah thwaites freelancer uh freelancer journalist there thwaites actually met her at gamescom uh she is now she's been reviewing several games for us as of late wrote wrote a really cool magazine feature a few months back yeah shout um, out to sarah 
Yeah, she's been on the podcast. Um, but I played Minecraft Legends when that came out and thought it thought I had some pretty interesting ideas. Um, I think I think it kind of got in its own way with like it kind of forced a, a story. Um a lot of story like cinematics and stuff where it didn't need to be. It's very kind of handholdy in the early hours, um, which kind of sapped some of my enjoyment of it. But I thought the game, I think, I think Sarah gave it a seven. I, I agree with that. Like it's, it's solid. Um, and it's doing, it's, it's that uh, RT action RTS kind of uh, thing like overlord, or I think uh, it got a lot of references to like brutal legend um, that, but, but in Minecraft. Right. And so you you get to like, build structures and build like ramps to, to um, cross like gaps of lava. You're actively managing this army. Uh, you're also actively building stuff. And it was a really cool mixture. I, I really liked it a lot. Um, and I, I actually kind of, I should go back to that game. They have like these giants. So a lot of the, the missions end in like these big invasions where you're invading this massive piglin fortress uh, and there's like a, a nether portal in the center that you have to get to and destroy because that's what's spawning uh, these enemy, uh, these hordes of enemies and raid doing my first like big invasion. My big raid was a ton of fun. Like I had like, man, 40 or 50 enemy units at a time that I'm controlling, just like sending after like targeting like arrow towers, targeting, uh, you know, their, their spawn points uh, around the map and, it was just a lot of fun to to kind of control that. I think I think the controls uh could be improved in terms of like uh it's it's uh, you so I played it on controller which it's designed for. Um right. And you always kind of lose a level of uh precision when you're controlling an RTS on a, a gamepad. Um I think I think I wanted a little more uh, available, like op- available options for the way I control my units, rather than okay, go attack that, don't attack. Like, I I wish I could have like set up like patrols. That's like a thing I love to do in RTS games. Like okay, this this unit is going to just be there on perimeter, and I've got I've I've mapped out their like their path, mm-hmm. and they're just gonna stick to that. There's some moments like some basic RTS stuff that I wanted uh, that at least where I'm at in the game, I didn't have. Um, but overall, like really uh, fun weekend. Like if you like Minecraft, you want a little strategy. I definitely recommend uh, Minecraft legends. If you can handle like them throwing, uh, you know, uh, too much exposition at you. I installed it when it came out, but I have yet to, to boot it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's there waiting for me. Um, Speaking of waiting, uh, Coffee Talk episode two, mm, uh, yeah. and Butterfly. I need to get to. I, I really like the first Coffee Talk. Um, you know, uh, rest in peace to the the creator who passed away. Uh, God, a year and a half ago or now, um, before this game came out. But um, I, I, it's on Game Pass, which I was like, I, I haven't downloaded there, but I played the first game on Switch, and I was like, I think I might just pony up and buy the Switch version because I just like the. It feels cozier to be able to kind of lay down and play like a cozy coffee shop sim where you're you're just making coffee and talking to weird fantasy monsters about their problems. yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> like oh man you, you broke up with your boyfriend that sucks here's some machka i guess it's got a cool design hope it makes you tell me everything super personal about your life uh 
So, yeah, I, I haven't really heard much about it. So I, I don't even know what the uh, reception is to it, honestly. I, it seemed like it kind of came and went. But maybe that's just me. Um, Advance Wars is another one that I have ready to go. That I'm, a- I'm actually saving until I finish Zelda before I jump to Advance Wars. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because I, I, I don't know why. I just... I don't want to. I feel like I just don't want to do those both at the same time. Um, That's and I've, fair. I've never played Advance Wars. I've always wanted oh, to. Oh, dude, I love Advance Wars. I know. I like strategy games, and I know that's one of the biggies. But I just didn't have really. I, I didn't have my Game Boy Advance for that long before it got stolen when I was a kid. Uh, and you know, then the series was so quiet for so long as Fire Emblem took off. Uh, so this re this this remake again, another remake. Uh, was one that was like, this is right up my alley. I, I want to finally see what the series is all about. So again, it's installed. I see it on my Switch every time I see it. I'm like, can't wait to get to this. Uh, so that's a big one. Uh, you know what's funny? I Another one that I just started playing on for April is uh, Bramble the Mountain King. Is that the one where I've seen clips on TikTok of like a lady, uh, a zombie lady, like coming out of like a, a pond? Are, yeah, you, like, really, are you really small in that game? Yeah, it's like a little okay. person in the big world thing replaces yeah. this this brother and sister. Man, we've had a lot of those kind of games uh, lately. Jeff Cork doing cartwheels. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I it's the one that's kind of like, I think it's Slavic folklore, okay. I want to say. Um, but yeah, you're in the forest and you're just trying to rescue your sister who's been kidnapped by this giant mountain demon thing. And you're like interacting with gnomes. Stuff. I literally just started playing it this past weekend. So I was just kind of like, I need something smaller that I've been wanting to check out. It's like, oh, this is on Game sure. Pass. I remember like this caught my eye a year ago when it first popped up at like a showcase or something. And I played about the first like couple hours of it. I'm going to keep going with it. It seems fine so far. It's got some rough kind of like polish issues, just kind of like showing its budget a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know how much money went into it, but I assume it's a smaller budget game. But I, I there's enough charm there where I think I want to see it through. I don't know how long it is, but I'm going to keep poking away at that uh so yeah that's another one and uh star wars jedi survivor Uh, heck yeah star wars jedi survivor dude that game rules i have so good game and i stayed and continued playing after i beat it because i was having so much fun did you get all the bounties not all of them but i'm working on it that game is so good Uh, i think really good <laughs> it is it, it it's one of those contenders for me for like personal game of the year um i feel like it's gonna get i think it's another one that we it's already maybe in danger of being overlooked which again speaks to how strong the year has been yeah that something that big and that good might get a little bit of a like i don't know a shadow over it i guess i think people might have been might be a little scared off based on like fallen order I think this game is leaps and bounds improves Fallen Order in every way. Yeah, uh, and I like Fallen Order, but it definitely had me its... too. But it had it had its problems. Yeah, um, and this game is just so. I think I said it when we first reviewed it on the podcast. I said it, it feels just so confident in what it is, whereas Fallen Order felt like it was borrowing these cool elements from other games, but it never really hit that stride I really wanted it to for yeah. me. Uh, and Survivor, just from the rip. Uh, oh, it's just so good, man. It kind of proves, like, the foundation of the first game was so good. They're like, if they get a chance to make a sequel, I think there's potential for it to be amazing. And yeah, it, it was. Like, 
I mean, there's that sequence that you, I think you called out as one of your favorite yeah. sequences ever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which I think it, yeah, it's definitely up there as like on my list of moments of this year. Yeah. Uh, I think the storytelling and the character development is better. I The exploration love, is great. Yeah, I love that cantina so much. Like everyone <laughs> in that cantina, I'm like, you guys are my best friends. I want to mm-hmm. talk about all, I like, I literally like, I want to cheat when we get to like best character discussion and be like, can we just save the cantina crew just as yeah. one entity? <laughs> I like that. A good way uh, to get around the, the hard, <laughs> the hard uh, questions. So I don't have to pick the ones that I like more than the others. Like, man, the bar, the barkeeper guy and the, the, the weird, the shady guy that you talk to, uh, mm-hmm. the God, they're all, I, like, I would go out of my way to go talk to those guys every chance I get. Anytime they had something new to say, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. Let's go hang out. Yeah. Um, also grease is just so good in this game as well yeah i know people yeah i know people love love them from the first game but i feel like this time around specifically uh grease was just like his performance was just so good yeah yeah that's a it's a hell of a star wars game jedi survivor uh it is some real highs in that uh let's see let's shift to uh may yeah catching up now uh, a game you reviewed that you loved, uh, Redfall. Yeah, man. Uh, what uh, my biggest disappointment of the year, easily, yeah. as far as games goes. You know, it just it could have been. I don't know. Uh, hearing, did you read like uh, Schreier's reporting uh, on on the happenings at that studio? I, yeah, and, I read the like the, the 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 main takeaways from it. Yeah, it's just so disappointing to hear because I, I I'm a big Arcane fan. Um, and I gave it a five out of 10. It just was not where it needed to be at launch. And I don't, I just think there are inherent design issues that I don't even think with a patch with the right amount of patches could uh, save some of my biggest issues of that game. I think my, my subheader for that was like a life draining trip to new England. It was just, it was not what it needed to be. Not normally. I, I I've been to New England a few times. I usually feel pretty energized when I get up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Nice lobster roll, and you're like, I'm ready to go. Go to uh, Pax. Yeah, Pax is great. Uh, have you accepted Phil Spencer's apology for this game? Uh, no, 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 no. Phil, you hear that? Still, no apology uh, accepted. No, I mean, I, I, I. Uh... Did you get that edible edible arrangements he sent you with the nice? <laughs> yeah. Bar? Yeah, I came in with a year of free Game Pass as well. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I am still a fan of Arcane. I think this yeah, is a good misstep. Yeah, one bad game is. Yeah, I mean, it happens. One bats right? a thousand. Yeah, um, even Pixar has bad movies. I still eagerly await their next game. Um, Wonder now that one, if that now. one is problematic too, then then we start to get into like, hmm. But one one bad game isn't isn't you know it happens right so you, you know. swung you missed keep going <laughs> so that was a bit of a, a low light but i mean zelda was this month i don't know what yeah. more we can say about that game that we we've said. talked about that game to death um you guys just did a spoiler cast and everything were you on that i was not i was not okay. i haven't beaten zelda yet i'm okay gotcha. i've been taking my sweet time i've been i'm actively playing it still i've just been me too um i've been doing shrines left and right uh, I'm not like some in of a those rush big. To finish I've been it. doing those big mazes. Have you done any of those yet? I've seen them, but I have not okay. done them. Yeah, yeah. So I'm as far as like, uh, 
dungeons i am i've completed two of the four me too i'm actually in the middle of the the gerudo one i'm headed there now actually yeah like um, i've i've started it and the two that i've done were the uh the goron and the the rito ones okay so i went back so i've done uh zora and rito um and i went back to i was headed towards um uh garuda and like that whole portion of the map and i got sidetracked and now i'm on the great plateau for the first time uh just kind of exploring that um that's the last thing i've done right now i'm actively trying to get all the great fairies so i can upgrade the rest of my uh i haven't found a single one i have i i've I found them, but I only found like I've only unlocked one where I did the quest to get because mm-hmm. like there's like a thing you have to do to yeah. to to get them to do their thing. Um, so now that I know what to do, I've been I'm right now I'm taking a break to go seek those out. But then during that break, I stumbled into the Gerudo quest line. I was like, oh, I should just do this <laughs> since I'm already. Here. Oh, I said Gerudo. I've been playing too much Final Fantasy. Gerudo. <laughs> Thank Gerudo. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are, those are similar words. Uh, so. But yeah, I I'm not in a rush to finish it. I I would like to get through it for Starfield, but like there's still yeah. a, like a lot of time for that. Uh, and you know you just want to soak in and try to like do things organically. If like there's times where I'm like I'm directed, like I have a clear thing I want to do here or focus on. But other times like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna wander and whatever happens happens. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the best way to play that game. Exactly. Um, like who, let's see what's uh, just around the river bend. Yeah. No need. No need to rush it. Yeah. It's not opinion. called. Yeah, there's already a hi-fi rush. This is that that joke barely worked. Uh, you know what works well is humanity. That came out. Uh, that like game came out. Week? Yeah, Zelda. Yeah, uh, came out on the 16th. So, yeah, uh, four days after, which isn't an enviable position for for that to launch, I guess. But that game's cool. If, I think that's one of the ones that people have probably overlooked the most, from what I've seen. Uh, if you haven't played humanity and you like puzzle games, uh, definitely worth playing. I'm actually, I'm actually actively playing that right now. Um, messing around a bit with the, the level building. I'm still working my threat, my way through the campaign. I had a save issue. I don't think it was the game's fault. I think it was my fault. Uh, cause I've kind of been jumping around on different platforms. I've now played on PlayStation and steam and, okay. uh, for very, for just different reasons. And, hmm. uh, I was like on a trip and I was trying to trying to bring it with me. And so I, I left my save on one, one platform, picked the picked the game back up. And I've just, I think I forgot which one was my main save at this point. Uh, Cause I've just been like dabbling in the level builder and stuff. Um, but yeah, humanity is really good. It's worth, it's the, the puzzle game where you're directing crowds of people and like you are getting in these intricate flow states where you are directing people to like heaven essentially like they're ascending upward um it's a cool puzzle game yeah i i I need to give uh to really really dive into it i've kind of like chipped away at it and i played the demo uh yeah i need to like dive in feet first i guess head head first the head first means you like it you're more excited right because it's like riskier yeah i think so more enthusiastic yeah first yeah yeah or don't I'm not going to lie, Marcus, that's kind of where my May games end. So if there's anything really? else, yeah, I pretty much just played, I was playing uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor and then Zelda. That's pretty much all I played. So Lord of the Rings Golem didn't do it for you, huh? No, no, dude, I, haven't, I haven't touched it, you know? 
Weird. Okay. Oh wait, no. Planet of Lana came out that month. Dang it. Okay. Did you play that? I am. I am like halfway through. It's. Oh okay. Uh, what do you think so far? I like it. I think uh, the last highlight for me was the. Uh, uh, how do I do this without spoilers? It was one of those puzzles where it zooms really far out. Yeah. Uh, and you're in a cave. And okay. you're looking at like cave paintings. Does that ring a bell? Yes. Um, I I like that 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 puzzle. And then I'm I'm like, the the section after that. Um, okay. But that's another cool like you know I reviewed that I guess before it was like you know it didn't blow me away the mm-hmm. way like Limbo or Inside did, but it's like it's like a solid like one of those, you know, Absolutely. cinematic puzzle platformer. Great soundtrack though, and of yeah, it, it looks beautiful. For me, I I want to play that System Shock remake. I have actually I, I played it. But for I'm about waiting for the console hours. version. I played it for about two hours. Um, I enjoyed it. I think I uh, so I didn't play System Shock one actually. So this is my first time going to it. I've played a lot, and then some of my favorite games are games directly inspired by System Shock, but I've never played uh, the OG. I'm really enjoying it so far. Does it all, you know, does it only take place on that one location? I've never played System Shock. Okay. So, yeah, I, I do not know. <laughs> the environment was the only thing that I want more from. Uh, like, it's all, like, really well done. Like, systems-wise, like, the the way, the interacting with the game is a lot of fun. And I even like the art style. But I think the location that I'm in is starting to get a bit old. And I'm hoping that, because it all takes place on this giant, like, effectively, like, a big space station. Um, as far as my understanding goes, do you mind the hardcore safe system? No, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Okay. Yeah. uh, From what I understand, there's no auto saves. It's like manual. So like it's, I've heard it can be pretty easy to lose a ton of progress. If you're not kind of like staying on top of that, like quick saving and stuff. I always Hmm. manual save in games just because I don't always trust auto save. Fair. So like even in final fantasy, I'm just autos or I'm manual. You see the little spinning thing in the corner. Like, I don't trust it. Sorry. Yeah, maybe it's like a OCD thing. Um, <laughs> I just I need to do it myself, and so that's just not a problem for me. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for the console release of that before I, I get to it. But it, it's you know that came out on PC at, at the end of May. Also, there's um, Lego 2K Drive I want to get to. That looks cool, but it, it came out so close to Zelda that I, I have it installed on on my Xbox, and I watched Kyle stream it. Uh, and it looks fun, but it's yeah. it was just like a it was just a victim of Zelda, basically. <laughs> Dude, a casualty of many games. Yeah, you're like, I'll get to this eventually. It just will not be now. Yeah. And yeah, other than that, I you know, real quick, because I keep seeing it. Have you played any of those League of Legends games? Like those like spin-off games like Convergence and and like Mage Seeker? Because both of those came out in the last few months. I haven't. They're on my list to play. Um I, I have been playing League again. I haven't played any of the spinoffs. I want to. Because the Mage Seeker one in particular is done by the uh, devs who made Moonlighter in collaboration oh. with them. Okay. Um, and I love Moonlighter. And so those are on my list. But no, I have not. I have not played them. Okay. Just wondering. Yeah. yeah. I know there's one more supposed to be coming later this year. The the Penguin one. Yeah. Or- or snow not penguin but it's like in the snow with the, yeah i know you meant i'm not a league guy so i don't know the characters but that's fine but, okay i am a uh, league guy and i still i've i i'm barely a league guy but and i still have trouble uh keeping up with all the names and everything i kind of like play the there's only like 100 of them 
yeah, that's it. You know, I, I, I play the characters I play and I recognize the, the enemies and like what they do. It's another totally another thing to remember their names. You know, it's funny because I, I say that almost in jest, but like I could totally name every Mortal Kombat character and they're they got to be pushing 100 at this point. And I think I could do that pretty effortlessly. <laughs> I think I could <laughs> so. name like the classic League characters. They just all oh, they're constantly adding new ones. Right. Um, how many League of Legends champions are there? I'm gonna. There are currently 163. Oh my god. Uh, champions in League of Legends. So, there's there's a lot. Um, Big fan of number 42. Oh yeah, yeah. I love really, that. Really meta defining character. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. God. I guess we could jump to last month now, June. Yeah. Which is, uh, maybe out of every month uh, in terms of like the real heavy hitters, like, you know, started with Street Fighter 6. Yeah. Which is a, a damn good Street Fighter game. It is. People could go and, I mean, now that we're this month, like go back a couple episodes and you can hear all of our in-depth. Yeah. We could just copy uh, and paste that audio here if you want. Per- perfect. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I we alex we still have to play each other i i do realize that we have not I, we have not tested our, our metal against each other in the full release we played that summer games fest last year but yeah you, i'd really like you to. have practiced since then i have you, you got a fight stick and everything from uh, right yeah uh victrix sent me um one of their i think it's the fs12 the hitbox yeah the hitbox like like it's all the buttons you'll probably beat me because i'm using a controller because i'm i'm traditionally bad with fight sticks i'm just a controller guy i don't know a ken uh, but... shepherd has been wiping the floor with me and... oh, okay he beat me up too yeah <laughs> so we... ken plays on gamepad as well he plays he's he's got a damn good ryu probably the best ryu player i know personally yeah it's like sickening i hope ken, ken is probably actually the this. best street fighter player i know and i didn't know he played street fighter until march when we went to PAX together, It'd be great he if was he said, I, the floor. I never played Street Fighter until March. <laughs> like, that yeah. was actually his first. He's just really good. Like, a savant at Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think I think Ken could get a decent way through, like, an Evo bracket, honestly. Uh, like, if he went and just signed up. Like, I think he could make it pretty far. I um, need to, you know, some inside, but we're, we're in the same uh, Discord street fighter six mm-hmm. discord with other games media folks yeah and every time he pops up it's like the um it's like the the it's like the saloon like in a western when like everyone's having a rowdy like good time like you know people are playing poker and like drinking and maybe shooting a gun and yeah. then the double doors open and it's like the, the big outlaw in. yeah and you see the silhouette quiet. exactly everyone freezes what they're doing and he just like goes to the saloon he's like Oh, I have sarsaparilla, and then, cause every, and everyone knows not to mess with them, but there's always the one person that maybe is new in town or like is too big for their the bridges. Like, yeah, like, hey, friend, that's my chair. Yeah, <laughs> not knowing we saw that's that's my uh, when Ken Shepard is in the same lobby with us, and I'm like, <laughs> I've never beaten him. I don't even know if I've beaten him. In, I might have maybe beaten him in a round. Okay, but I've never won a match. Yeah, (laughs) or I don't. And um, but I keep trying, and I feel like that guy that keeps going to him and going, "Hey, partner, that's my chair." Yeah, (laughs) and and everyone looking like, does he not know who he's talking to? Yeah, Ryu. 
But yeah, imagine if it was Ryu in this in this situation, <laughs> which then, he probably has been. He's a world traveler. Yeah, I feel like he's been to a saloon. Yeah, some <laughs> saloons exist <laughs> somewhere. He's found one. Probably in a Street Fighter game. There's probably a saloon stage that I'm not thinking of. Yeah, he probably went to like a cowboy reenactment place in between punch and waterfalls, and he's like, I'll yeah. get some some juicier, good, you know, juice. He likes juice, I guess. Not um, sarsaparilla. Uh, sarsaparilla flavored juice. Okay, yeah. I uh, if I'm being honest, I don't know what sarsaparilla is. It's like I only I only know the word. I I, th- I just know it. I think it's booze. Okay, that, that's just <laughs> just like that's the only context clue I've gotten. Isn't yeah, there the character it? sarsaparilla? Isn't isn't that a character from what? Like a cartoon, or there's the guy who likes sarsaparilla. What's his name? Uh, you're gonna have to be more descriptive. The guy who Sassar- likes sarsaparilla cartoon. <laughs> you know that one guy? Oh uh, nope. I'm. You know I'm thinking Yosemite Sam. That's who I'm thinking of. He seems like he would. He probably you know. Yeah. Environment. Uh, yeah. Street Fighter Six. Uh, is great. Kicks ass. I I need. I haven't played in a while because I've been caught up with Zelda and, and Final Fantasy. Yeah, but I because I need to go back and finish the the world tour thing. I, I didn't I, even touch world tour. I just been doing verses. I still got to get back because I made John Wick as my character. Oh hell yeah! And like he's got the the black dress shirt and tie and everything. Yeah, uh, I effectively made my character from Sunset Overdrive in Street Fighter Six. Very burly dude, massive bowl cut. Like you can't see the eyes and then a big mm. old mustache uh, and just wearing like the tightest of clothes. It's a good technique. If they can't see your eyes, how are they going to know what you're thinking? Exactly. Exactly. It's Learned it from fun. poker. Yeah. <laughs> all the best poker players. My poker wig. Really long bangs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, Diablo is a big one. I, I barely touched the surface on Diablo. Yeah, you started uh, it, right? But yeah. Yeah, Druid, Druid. Uh right. I'm level like nine or ten. No, 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 no. I'm level thirteen or fourteen now. Oh, so you've like played this. I, yeah, I yeah. barely. I mean, I guess maybe in a grand scheme of how big that game is, but yeah, like, yeah. I've put in, you stuff. know, a fair amount. Um, yeah, that's another one we need to get a group to like play some co op. I mean, I've finished it because I reviewed it, of course, but like yeah. it it has been nice to go back to and not play it with the time pressure of a review. That's fair. And I, I like my rogue player. Quite a, quite a bit she seems she's pretty cool what uh, level are you on your new character uh like 24 25 something like okay. that like i'm i'm not doing too much of the main story stuff and i'm actually going out of order in the acts because when i reviewed it i was like like oh act one two three like i'm just gonna do it and the mm-hmm. order they present it now i'm intentionally like i've done most of act two and i've barely done act one just because okay. i kind of want to see how that works and yeah they let you so and it's wow. like, oh, I already know what's going to happen, so I can, doesn't matter, doesn't mess anything up for me. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that game is, it's a good, I mean, I think those games always been, like, really good, sort of, like, I'm going to zone out and just, like, murder, like, a thousand things in, like, really effective ways. And just that, the the power escalation of, like, oh, I got this great armor, this heals great, how can I do yeah. this? And then, and it's just the building a specialized character feels really good. Of like once you at least once you know or realize that you can't unlock everything and you start focusing in on what you do want your character to be is it's pretty fun for me i mean yeah. this is you know at the end of the day that's just kind of diablo but like it's a really good one of those so i um i feel like you know looking at the rest of the month i'm actively playing a lot of games that came out in june 
that I feel like I can't even put my determination on them yet. Like it's, or I don't have like my my review thoughts. But I've been playing Battlebit Remastered. I've been playing Dave the Diver on Steam. I've, yeah, a lot of buzz around that game. Yeah, that. it's on my list. Friends versus friends. Uh, I love that game. I'm gonna try to review that one um, if I can. That's one of those that like I really want to highlight because mm-hmm. nobody's talking about it. Uh, Crash Team Rumble. I've messed around with like. I need to start that. I feel like I, that's like a multiplayer only game, right? Yeah. 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 I feel like, is there a meta forming around that game? I just play the bruiser character. Just like the ones, I think that's their, their archetype. I I just worry that's okay. If I wait too long, people are going to get too good. And then I, nah, you know, you know what I mean? I mean like, maybe, I but <laughs> yeah, it gets hard for me to get in. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. But I feel like right now I'm kind of bouncing around. I want to read, I want to play park beyond um i know it didn't review too well but i still want to check it out uh there i'm i'm kind of yeah, in that aliens dark right descent now. came out and apparently that's a pretty solid hmm. i'm not a big aliens fan like as far as the games go yeah um, but it's like an sort of like an xcom ish oh that might change game. things okay like a, a real-time sh- tactical shooter we were leading just a bunch Wait, of dudes and they're a getting tactical shooter by... yeah i think it's like a real-time tactical yeah like yeah, pretty much what I said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but it's like top down, like XCOM. Yeah, like top down. Yeah, like. Okay. Okay. You got like a squad of dudes, and they're getting picked off by by aliens. You got to try to like save who you can and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it huh. seems like it. From what I've heard, it seems like it does these sort of like like that style plus like the aliens like like the formula of like the the tension of like I don't want to lose another guy to, to a xenomorph, so I got to do what I can to. Yeah. It looks like we guy. reviewed it. We gave it a uh, eight out of ten. Yeah, I was a freelancer. Of yeah, escapes Anthony I Jones. Apologize. Thank you, Anthony Jones. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that's one. Uh, the Harmony of the Fall of Reverie, which is the Don't Nod game. I'm curious about that just because I generally like... What is this? That's the like, animated... Uh, oh, like, the I recognize gods. the thumbnail. Yeah. yeah, it's got like, like choice-driven story thing with like gods or something. It's, it's weird because like, Don't Nod's been pumping out games left and right lately, it feels like. Yeah, this have. is out, and they've got that Banishers game that comes out later this year, the one with the ghost mm-hmm. that looks really fascinating. And there's like, and they have a, they just announced that that climbing game, Jusant. Oh, I haven't and, seen that one, dude. That was at the Xbox sh- showcase, I think. It was one of the more, it was at Summer Games Fest at one of them. Okay, I was on the, I was <laughs> in LA for a lot of that, and I didn't, um, I missed some of the the conferences. Yeah, as that game looks cool, and I I've heard from, I think it might have been Giant Bomb that talked about it. Uh, that I think it was playable at Summer Games Fest, but it seemed the buzz coming out again? of it. Jusant comes out next year, but it's like a climbing like sim basically. Huh. Uh, but I've heard the the hands on impressions of it seem pretty positive. Oh, I think it might be a Steam Next Fest game. Ew, like there's a demo for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this looks really cool. Huh. Yeah, I might have to it- give this a shot. Yeah, that's also don't nod. <laughs> and you're like, wait, Man. really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're like, okay, we're just cranking these out, and they're all so different from each other. Dang, like this looks. This game looks really cool. Yeah. Wow. Download that demo. Actually, Steam Next Fest is over now, right? Yeah, but I, I bet I can still get the. Yeah, I guess some people still leave their demos up. Um, yeah, I'll see. I'm looking right now. Jusant on Steam. Yeah, there's there's still a demo available. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna shout out. I know we talked about the game recently, but uh, Dorbone came out June. Yep, yep. 
I remember watercolor you that one. game. Speaking of France, yeah. uh, check that out if you like chill pod story driven puzzle we games. We talked about it two episodes ago or one episode ago. Uh, probably like two. Yeah, two or three. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, there's a. I forgot that Layers of Fear came out last. Oh month. gosh, yeah. The the remake that is just they took the two Layers of Fear games and just put them together, them together, and yeah, made an Unreal Five. I've heard no one talk about it. Yeah, and those Layers of Fear games have always been pretty middling to me. So I was they, like, they can't. Also, Bloober Team came out and said they are no longer making uh psychological horror games they are focusing on more straightforward horror with so their you mean new after game. silent hill 2 they're done they're saying they're silent hill that. they're saying silent hill 2 is now part of their mainstream horror their their horror 2.0 which has what? people has Wait, people what? being like what yeah What's they're mean they are not 2. considering 0. silent hill as part of their their uh psychological horror slant and so people were like what are you talking about you're making like, silent that's, hill that's literally the series yeah <laughs> psychological horror so yeah i saw that on twitter the other day so people were understandably upset about that and hopefully it's a, a miscommunication and they're remaining faithful to that that series but they got a call from konami being like the hell you aren't yeah yeah i don't i don't know what do you mean what do you mean this isn't psychological or that's what is horror 2.0 what's that mean or like they, it's like their 2.0 like push as a studio is like this more straightforward horror that it, that uh i think they mentioned like mainstream horror is what they said so like horror for dummies is that what the implication is i don't know I don't uh, know. Or just like jump scare horror. Like, like we're not going to mess with your minds. Just, just maybe like more, right more scream and less it follows. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm trying to like find that. I don't line. know if anyone would confuse layers of fear with it follows. That seems unfair to it follows. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to check out that remake just because again, I, the bar seems pretty easy to step over again those those other games i think are kind of yeah uh but i i kind of want to see what they did to it yeah you know nothing i'm gonna go out of my way to play but i don't know we'll see uh then then uh, actual and amnesia the bunker also is another one i kind of want to check out mm-hmm. uh as an amnesia fan i know that and it's got a co-op too right that sounds right i'm not an amnesia fan but i do i've heard heard i know i know i know i have heard some buzz around i have heard some buzz around uh this game though i would love to i mean that's a stream right it's just you playing with the first amnesia seeing how far you get have you ever played it i haven't played amnesia no yeah i don't Uh, i've seen i've watched through some Maybe extra life. Uh, we can make something happen. How much money is that? That oh, sounds like a, that sounds high. like a good fifty dollar donation. Oh, it's got to be. That's a that's a a milestone. <laughs> it's like I will shave my head for less. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah. Is there anything else here in uh in June? I mean, we got Sonic Origins Plus. Yeah, I think we're kind of at that point where like I'm still checking out a lot of these games. Um. I think we we bit off more than we can chew, Marcus. I think we'll have to save our future looking, set our future sights on maybe next week's episode for like what we're looking forward to checking out the rest yes. of the year. Um, Sounds like thing. a good idea. 
companion episode companion episode yeah but hopefully this this unearthed some new games for people to check out um jog your memory a bit yeah yeah It, it certainly i was adding things to my to my wish list as we were going i was like oh i can't believe i forgot to play this game uh there's been like probably six things that we mentioned uh <laughs> so it's like how do i find time to look at those i don't know but that's the eternal struggle of working yeah, it's in a happy media. problem to have it is a happy problem to have yeah it's a it's a you know it's a good problem to have but yeah i i hope you all enjoyed this episode uh if you did go ahead and head over to uh to gamestop.com slash game informer and uh grab a physical copy of the magazine uh so if you go go to that that link and you scroll down past our recent reviews uh you will find uh our uh, our recent magazine issues uh for 5.99 a piece and uh that's a great way to support us put money in our pocket yeah that's what i have to say about that uh if you want a digital subscription you can also get that through through gamestop but uh but yeah also just head over to uh gameinformer.com uh, for our, our latest, uh, we've had a lot of really great features go up this week as part of, um, our past magazine stuff that we've kind of put online. Some of our bigger features, my, my, uh, behind the dangerous stunts of Nintendo's iconic Mario commercials piece, uh, Diego, uh, Arguello put up, uh, what scares horror game developers. Um, we've had, uh, Jason Finelli's Netflix feature go up. Uh, Kyle Hilliard has an opinion piece on, you know, how is Capcom's RE engine so versatile as well as, you know, the normal news grind and all that stuff, latest reviews. Uh, but yeah, head over to gameinformer.com for all of that. Don't forget to follow Marcus here on social media at Marcus Stewart seven. You can follow me at it's Van Aiken. Marcus, are you, are you on blue sky yet? Are you, are you going to be a blue sky guy? You know, you know, I was recently offered an, an invite code yeah. uh, from Margaret. Because I think she thought that I asked for one, and I told her, like, I never... She's like, you were getting a code. I was like, I never asked for one? And mm. she thought that was hilarious for some reason. But yeah. um, I... Uh, no, I'm not. I I know everyone flipped out. What was it this past weekend with the, the Twitter... The rate Fiasco. Limit. The yeah, rate limit, yeah. Which was, like, fixed, right? I haven't followed it closely, but it sounds like... I think so. That's not a problem And now. also, <clears throat> there, you can no longer use TweetDeck in 30 days... Yeah, I've never used TweetDeck. But, Some um, people, that's all they use it for. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll probably go there eventually, but I'm not in a rush. So I don't okay, use. Okay. I'm not on Twitter enough to like. That's I'm fair. indifferent to Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, if I have a spare one, like I've been letting the people that want one get one before. I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll bring up the caboose. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you're on that app and you'd like to follow me or Game Informer. Uh, we're on there as well as a, a few other staff members who have decided to to join up there. But yeah, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share the show with a friend, leave us a review on Apple podcasts or a rating on Spotify uh, and uh, go listen to all things Nintendo hosted by Brian Shea. It's game informers, other weekly podcast all about Nintendo. Shout out to Matt storm, our podcast editor. Thank you for editing the show every week and go check out their podcasts which are fun and games uh and reignite podcast which is a bioware podcast uh marcus i think that's gonna do it for this week i'll talk to you next week goodbye my friend yeah i won't talk to you until then we only talk on episodes of this show yeah you do it on principle yeah absolutely all right bye everybody